0: All right, today's talk is uh, Sinodrin 101, and we pick up on 100B, uh, that's two, three, four, five, six, six lines up, three words in. But before we do that, just um, a brief overview of where we're going to go today. Um, i trying to give general structure of the Gemara and, and general theme, if I can find one. Um, yesterday's was respect for Hamim and figuring out how to become a Tamim um, Hakam, mashir, Mar-Eve and so this today is uh, and things that detract from that mission we talked about um, like Sifre Minut uh, you know heresy and just wasting time so other kind of theme the theme I think today kind of runs through several of the pieces which it's, they're a little disparate they're, they're kind of different but um, the theme I think what runs through is mindfulness. When you're doing things, to be mindful of what what, what you're doing. I think that's the theme. Um, okay, so um, so we're gonna pick up. Uh, I'll point that out as we go along. Um, so we're on again six lines up. It says Simon, the siman rabbash m'shar So we just got through a line there. Amar of five lines up. Those are simanim. The rabbis used to put simanim in here to to guide them to ha- in order to remember what's going on. But here's a question for you. Are yeah, you good? Um, 101, 100 Bet five lines up in the bottom. Um, here's a question for you. What's, what's harder? What's, what's more difficult? To learn Mishnah or to learn Gemara? And why? So I have a physics question. An answer for that and that's would, like a level. That's like another. Just answering a question with a question, like a, which, which
1: actually is exactly what the gun, uh, the God said. Okay. okay. The God, towards the end of his life, studied Chumash and Rashi, but he said that's the most difficult. And the physics answer that, by the way, is there's special relativity and there's general relativity, and um, there are those who have said, I, mean, I think. Um, I think even Einstein said this. The general relativity, which is considered the more difficult one because it's got it's got accelerations and so forth in it, He said, no, it's actually special relativity, which is actually the more limited set, the condensed one, is is which doesn't actually cover as much,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is more difficult to understand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, you would say, Mishnah. so I would say, Mishnah.
0: Any other uh, takes on this? Hmm. Based on all that, that was uh, it's a hard act to follow. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> just shut, sorry, just shut down the conversation. <laughs> okay. Is that a can speech? That was incredible. <laughs> we planned we, we plan this beforehand. <laughs> but I think, I think,
1: so let me, let me try not to just. I think the answer is Mishnah because at the end of the day, Mishnah is the core, and what, everything else is trying to understand that right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's the key. Yeah. You're trying to understand that. The fact mm-hmm. that you read all this, it goes this way and that way and that. But at the end of the day, it's all mm-hmm. back. you know. So what is it that's mm-hmm. trying to be said
0: here, that's trying to be understood here? So that's, so that's going to be a third approach. We have two approaches here. They go different ways. Um, and they're trying to understand this. The Pasuk was brought earlier. We brought, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's uh, 15, 15. And it says uh, the, all the days of the poor person are bad. and and a person who has Tovlev, they're always uh, partying, having a good time. Um, so now we're going to uh, different explanations, is what Koyameh Ani Raim, and they're going to talk about and the first two. So Elu So the first opinion is Rabbi marav He says that's talking about, so that's the negative one, it's the harder one, is the Talmud. So the, the positive one, the Mishtah, the easier one, is the Balei Mishnah. So Rashi says on that, but what's his reason? Um, Rashi says, i uh, got to find it here. Um, that should be, okay. Um, Okay, Baalei tamud. Okay, so here it is. Uh, it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven lines up in the Rashi. Baalei tamud. the So tamud, it's it's. Although the Mishnah is harder to kind of decipher, the the tamud has more like uh, nuance, and it's harder. But you can definitely go your way too. Mishnah is No? Well, you would disagree with that maybe, or compliment that approach. And here's the other. But there's another approach. Rava Amar ifcha. He said the opposite. Hanamar Amar Mar Mishorshim Ishmei the Rava. Maydichtiiv Mesiya Avanim Yatzev Bahem. Someone who who moves ra, uh, stones will will become inflicted or, or struggle with them. This is Bale Mishnah. It's harder Bale Mishnah. It could be for the reason you said. It's open. It's an open thing. Uvekayit uh, Sim Issakem Bam. But somebody who cuts trees, they'll be able to. Uh, they'll be able to. Uh, 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 benefit from their warmth. So you could go to your direction and say, so Mishnah, it's Mishnah, so you're carrying stones all around, you're trying to figure out what's going on, you're trying to build the building. It's difficult. But someone who has the Talmud, they have all the answers and it's, it's easier. And so they can they can benefit from the warmth. So you go your direction. Rasha goes a little different direction explaining this. He says that you can get the Halakha out from the Talmud, but you can't get the Halakha out from the Mishnah. That's very frustrating. So You're not supposed to passkin in Halakha from the Mishnah. Um, only through... So that's the same thing people were upset when Rambam put out his... Uh, His uh, Mishneh Mishneh Torah, when you lose all, he wanted to kind of make it easier. On the other hand, when you lose all the shakalatari in the background, it's hard to know sometimes how to apply those halachot to specific cases. So those are the two sides to that. Um, Um, And possibly you can say the opposite. Uh, Somebody somebody who has a good husband or a bad husband, (laughs) adding that. All right. Rabbi I, Amer, ani ra'im ze So, what's what's the what's the struggle? What's the what's the, day, the tough days of the ani? This is an istinist, somebody who's a, a, a tamudik wuss. As they would say. Somebody who's very overly sensitive. That's a, that's a kind of derogatory term, but it's overly sensitive or very sensitive. Um, that everything kind of like uh, would, would jar them, and so they say that it's difficult for that individual. This um, This person is, uh, uh, let say, chilled out. They're they're okay with everything. It's, they don't really uh, get get stressed out or over pressured by things. So this is interesting. Somebody who's rachmani, you say it's it's a good thing to be a rachman. It's one of the Israel's signs of, uh, of a Jew is that they're rachman Baishan, um But that's considered something bad. Whoa. So. I don't know. There's different sides to everything. But somebody who's, who's always Rachmi, they're always worried. I mean, there's a positive side to that. You're helping out your other hand. You're, it's more stressful. Somebody who's just says, Ahzari, so uh, they don't have that much to worry about. So I think it's just talking about that side. Rabbi Levi ani ra'im. Rashi says, <laughs> Mishim libo b'otagot." Um, so you know, somebody uh, I, we ever talk to somebody and like they're always like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna be tomorrow. It's like you know, a lot of worries. So he's saying that's somebody who's, who's kind of going through affli- afflictions throughout the day because they're always worried about what's gonna happen. It's datuk like do lavo If I go out here, it's gonna I'm gonna it might happen to me. I can't go there. So to me, so, Okay, that's Rashi. Somebody who's uh, always short-tempered. Get, short-tempered. Yeah, exactly. So, on one hand, you say, so we're still on this idea of um, you say, on one hand, all the days of the poor person are, are bad. Well, I'll give you uh, I'll give you an example of not a, of a day that's not bad for the poor person. Shabbat Shalom. They get to eat a lot in those days. It says everybody who's poor, they should at least have a certain amount of food. And if they can't, then they should provide for them from the Um So that seems like that's a good day for them. So you can say, <laughs> Say
2: right?
0: Uh, so no, the answer is, Somebody who uh, changes their diet very quickly, it causes them intestinal uh, ailment. So you give them a lot of food, that could be a good thing. On the other hand, it could cause them some trouble. Okay. All right. So that's that. That's that. Um, now we're going to go into the topic of this is this is this is connected to mindfulness, the topic I mentioned in the beginning. Um, this is that, that there's a right time to learn Torah and there's there's a, a right time and a right way to learn Torah if to proper if you have the proper intention. Um, and there's times when in ways that are not proper to learn it. And so it's kind of the like, having proper intention when you're learning to know what where you are and what you're doing. Um, so this is the Torah. So I think it's the idea of ra'ale olam yemei ra'im. I think it's the connection ra ra olam um, yemei ra'im. So somebody who somebody who uh, re, who uh, musician who takes the shir shirim and turns it into a song and and make turns into a song. That's a problem. They bring bad to the world. You have to understand what that means. So somebody who that's harder than the second one. The second one is somebody who's like at a party, uh, and they're and they're just quoting Sukkim in the middle of nowhere. Um, that might not be. It's, so it's you have to understand both of them because you know we have get-togethers all the time and you, you, you learn Torah. It's not a problem. So both of these are presented as something problematic. Someone who makes Torah zemer Shir even though Shirashim is is a song itself. You make it a song that's problematic, so it could be for all, every, all the Torah. But even even the more sashir so, shi it's a song, it's still problematic. Everything else is problematic. It was a song, you know. There are a lot of songs for every
2: season. There. No, but that's, that was a very
0: popular song yeah. in the '60s. That's from uh, Mishlei. Yeah, that's from Kohelet. No, right? I'm saying, yeah, it, it was. There are so was, many. Was, you might uh, turn on the Israeli radio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no,
2: Israeli. I'm, but I'm talking here in, in this country. Yeah, Avon maybe. Free Mordechai and David. Uh, you know. Yeah, but this was you know this was a pop group uh, right yeah. for every season. Turn, turn, yeah, yeah. turn. It was like one of the biggest songs of the sixties, and it was it was It was yeah. So it hit me, me when you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's a,
1: a, the, actually? It was a really popular Israeli song. Maybe you were in Israel. Uh, uh, uh The hevela shekerachen hevela yofi. Yeah, and then That's
0: and awesome. do, do you know that? Do you know that song? The, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, uh, yofi. Yeah, I I think, don't yeah. remember, how, but but basically he argues against that in the song. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that, okay, that could be what they're talking. I don't know. So they don't understand what they're talking about. Quoting, singing, singing Torah songs and quoting it at a Beit at Mishta'od, at a party, at, a, at a, 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 a brewery or something. So what's the reason? The Torah is, is putting on its, its loincloth. Is that the right word? Um, this is what the Torah said, you, I'm, I'm in mourning. Why? Because your, your children made me into this uh, into this harp that, that, that foolish people play. I think idea is kind of the idea of mindfulness. That like I had a friend who um, we were in yeshiva together, and he went to university, and we were like learning the same books. But I remember he came over to his house, and like we were studying on Shabbat. Yeah, these books are sort of to Cook uh, books. I don't know, Ralph Cook's son, and like I was learning with him, and I came by like he had them like all stacked on the ground, like made me feel comfortable. I don't know, like you we always had them like on the, on the table. You don't put stuff on the ground. He was just, like learning it kind of like as an academic. He's like this is a very interesting idea, and I've seen that obviously I was in a university, but still, it's like this, it's the approach kind of. I think, I think the idea like you know you're in a party. Ah, you know, uh, that's a Moshe that you know it's like it's like holy things or or you know you're making a song. I think it's making a like a jokeful song. Uh, I think I mean, making a holy song. I don't think that'll be a problem at all. It's taking <coughs> the it holy and making it mundane. Exactly. <coughs> you know, just, yeah, exactly. That we're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we're gonna say right now. So so God answers the Torah. BT, my my daughter. So, so if they're if they're eating and drinking, what are they going to do? I mean, why, why not let them sing and 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 quote Torah? If, if they're if they're inclined to ter- learning Torah, they should learn Torah. If they're inclined to Mishnah, they should learn Mishnah. Ter- it should do, they should learn the Torah for real and not kind of make, make it into, uh, turn it, oh, something holy in, into something mundane. That's kind of what the answer
2: is. But don't we say if three men sit down and they don't discuss Torah? It's like they're eating. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, at a meal, that's which is... So
0: that's what they're answering. I think they're saying, like, you can learn the Torah, but don't, don't learn the Torah and try to do it in, like, I guess, in a non-respectful way if you're I think that, I mean I think singing, singing tarot songs is like a big thing I mean, it's a, over, throughout all the generations so I don't think that was the problem I think it's more this idea of you know like late scene this late scene this scornfulness making fun of it doing it as a joke something not important as you keep doing it over and over again it, it actually becomes a joke so but, uh, but, but I mean I know we don't have a lot
1: of time but it's also the case that when you describe the the, the, the way of learning of your friend yeah, that I would suggests there are different people who will learn different in different ways, and the 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 person who has, say, the uh, academic, secular, scholarly approach, that actually will be a path for them to come to Torah. If you bring them through this other path, it won't be attractive. It won't be, it won't work for them. Yeah, it's true. And, and vice versa.
0: Yeah, true. And I will add, like, I have respect for academics. I, I learned in university, like I. It's a different approach. Yeah, could it, bring, could bring, it, it could bring, it could not. It still
1: has to be respectful in both ways. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah. But well, that's what they say. Like, it's a tough, uh, uh, everyone who does things not through lishma, balishma. And then there is one There is one individual that doesn't. It's someone who does a dafka to go against it. There's an idea like that. So uh, my friend wasn't doing that. But maybe this is the idea of team These these people are, are scorning. So that could be the idea. I don't
1: know if there was another part where like Rabbi Gamliel said that at back back when everyone came to went to yeshiva, had to be of a certain category Yeah, they, they wouldn't st- let them in otherwise uh, wouldn't let them to in otherwise. Kibarou, yeah. ideas
0: like the same yeah um yeah I mean I, I don't know so that was very strict I think there's an inner, there's a middle space between being very overly strict. you have to be like it's like perfect every if you have, to every, you have, to have everything you, uh, all your buttons you know button your all, all. I don't think like it has to be completely that way or they're completely being scornful and joking there's a big middle space in between that I think that's also giving respect to the Torah but not feeling like overly uh, formal and having to you know do everything in the most perfect way so all right let's keep going here um, so so I think this is kind of like the the answer you do things in the right time that's the idea of the mindfulness I think mindfulness concept that uh, you learn the Torah in the right time in the right way and that's perfectly fine I think it goes for the songs and for everything else you know so um, okay so we finished that that little piece here and that was all connected to the Akiva statement of Svarim Chitzonim in the Mishnah so the Mishnah um, the Mishnah goes on if you just look back for one second the Mishnah if this is you don't have to but um, the Mishnah starts Um, Mishnah is on Mishnah is on Sadi Amud Aleph So we had So far we had He's the second line We We did that We did that We did that We did that So now we're on and then we say, So we didn't get to that one yet. So right now we're on So what does that mean? Somebody whispers, uh, Somebody. so somebody. if you get somebody gets injured, they're hurt, they have a, a wound, um, there, are, there are magical ways to heal that. One of them is to whisper uh, divine names on on the on wound and they can heal it. So they, they say that's a problem to do that. So the problem is that when you do that, there's a process where you, you actually have to spit also on the wound. Because it's, it's not respectful. Rashi says, It's a sewer to do that. You have to take, take a pasuk of God's name while you're spitting. It's not respectful. That's the problem with it. It's not like a problem of magic. It's interesting. Even if you say just a pasuk, without God's name in it, it's still problematic. It doesn't even mention anything about anega. It's still problematic if you're spitting. So, these are this is a different opinion. First, Rabbi Yochanan says it's a problem when you use God's name. These opinions say even if it's not God's name, but it's a pasuk, it's still not respectful. Tanor Abanon Sachin. So, we're going to something similar. This is a Tanaitic source. Sachin. Mavirim klil algava ein b'shabat. Rabbi Shimon begamli. I'm just reading it. We we'll go back. B'madreim mavirim beklishen ital. Above a klishen on ital asur. I'm just reading the whole part there. Ve'in sholim b'davar shedim b'shabat. Rabbi Yosiomer af bechol asur. Okay, let's go back. Tana You can sachin b'mishamshim bivnei ein b'shabat. This is something. So we, they brought this because we're going to learn about lochinas in here too. That you can you can do this whispering thing, but uh, by means of that we're exposed to different other other laws here. One of them is that. <coughs> On Shabbat, you can't do refuah. You can't you can't heal uh, people on Shabbat in, in medicinal and med- through through medicine um, because we're afraid that you might grind, um, might grind, uh, you might grind, uh, what are they, uh, herbs or different le- uh, different plants in order to make the uh, make the make the medicine, and that's problematic on Shabbat. So, but the, what you can do, you can rub, you can um, anoint put oil on somebody's stomach and rub it if they have problems with their intestines, because that's not considered uh, that's not considered really healing um, but you're not supposed to anoint in Shabbat yeah but if it's for healing purposes oh yeah. well, that's what I'm saying
2: so yeah. that you can do Well, no, but you, can't do no you, you can't do this you can't do the mortar and pestle on Shabbat
0: but you can't put oil on your uh, I saw that in Halacha you can't put oil on your hands and do that but not but, but not like cream uh, right. Cream's cream for another reason it's you like put it's, it's mimariah right? Uh, yeah, cream is memorach is like you're, you're making something um, flat, flattening something. and That's problematic. But oil actually is permitted, and you're allowed to do that because it's 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 because it's not that, you're allowed to do it on shabbat. So right. it's not changing the form. Yeah, it's exactly. not, it stays <laughs> on the same physical. Exactly. Form. And so, it, so you're allowed to do that. Somebody has problems in their intestines. You're allowed to put uh, oil on and rub around and make it feel better. And that's not considered doing a refu on shabbat. There are discussions like if you give someone a massage, is that considered a refu? There's all these discussions like that. But um, this is not. So if you have these, these uh, snakes and scorpions, you're allowed to, um, to paralyze them on Shabbat through your whispering. And you might have thought, what would be the problem? What would be the problem with that? Uh, you're not killing them, but you're kind of capturing them. So, the It's have thought. Rashi says on the top oh. of the left side here, mishum tzedah. Um, so That's you might have thought that would be a problem. That's interesting, right? Doing yeah. tzedah with your mouth. You're not, there's a machlokit if you can do a malakha with your mouth or not it's, it's, uh, if uh, an ox is going through the field and, you, want to, and you, you can't muzzle your ox you have to let it graze so then there's a machlokit and, and I think it's one of the babas if you say stop you do it with your mouth and you say don't eat is that considered an act or not so <laughs> there's a machlokit is that remember I mean this is a really
1: important because yeah. then especially at this day and age if I could say lights on
0: exactly so I gave a class on that I actually have a record on Alexa so I, I recall the halakha is that it is, it is considered an act. It is considered. Yeah, Rabbi Yochanan says it is considered an act. So it is. Akimatsa time havi maaseh. I talk about that, but it doesn't even get to there because when you do the act, you're you're causing electricity to work even before you command it. So with the Alexa like it. Yeah. It triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Except Alexa is listening all the time. That's also an issue, but that that's maybe it's not, like the that it's might it's be the with... and like you're not you're not you don't really want that to happen, but when you're but commanding, it, it, you do want it to work. That's a, that's a large topic. That's a large topic. I can send, if you're because, interested, I can send that recording. Because then,
1: then, but indeed, Malich and Shabbat, strictly speaking, you get on the elevator. I mean, even those who accept it, and there are those who don't. You get on the elevator. More current is flowing right. through it's the... I mean, if you understand the elevator... Yeah, it's a whole lot competition. And yet, yeah. if you... So, so how do and, you... Uh, yeah, I hear about, that. Yeah. You know, so
0: we'll have to, that's a, a larger topic. Yeah. But I can send that recording if anybody's interested in that. There's a, there's a certain technology that you can activate things through your mind. It, 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 something by bio, something again. Yeah. Um, so, there's someone discussed that. Like, well, well, think about it with prosthesis.
2: We're getting to the point that's a big issue yeah. when you're going to start having prosthesis. We right? Exactly. The, you, uh, no, I'm saying exactly. we have you, this is what you do. So, y- you, you're activating it through your mind. Exactly. Through, through your so, nerves. So, we have the Deborah, and oh, it's, it's peripheral.
1: Yeah, they actually they have the microprocessors exactly. m- me- measuring the nerve impulses.
2: But yeah. how do they get? It's from anything that's voluntary comes from up here. That's yeah. not. But I'm saying so by definition, it's from the mind. Right. So even though
0: peripherally, so I have a, I talk about it, that. On oh, do you? Too. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I'll, I'll send it. So yeah, send yeah, that's record interesting. Recording. Okay, cool. Ten benan. Uh, so, okay. Uh, sorry, or right, we'll keep going. Amara rashbag, my mother and marine beclee. So. So myrein kleh uh, agava ayin beshabat you can put a kleh on your eye uh, on shabbat that's some sort of refua um uh so in order to cool down your your eye you, you they will put like these metal things in metal uh vessels on their eyes and you can do that on shabbat i so which which vessels can you use uh ben gamel ben marim, uh bekle ani tal of avakle ani tal asor so something that's uh, not m- with mukse, obviously you can't do it. Kli is is not mukse. So and in addition, vein sholim So you can't ask the demons uh, a- a- questions on Shabbat. <laughs> um, if people used to do some sort of uh, some sort of sort like, like quasi sorcery, um, and they, they, they would get answers from these from these spirits. So you can't do that on Shabbat. Oh, you can't do a shabbat. Well, really, you can't do it at all. Af bechol So Amar Funa. ain So I don't know if this ain't, you read it or not. Let's see, ain alachakar Rabbi Yosi. Af Rabbi lo sakana. So, okay, I guess that's an ain't. because ain alachakar Rabbi The halacha is not like Rabbi Yosi. Uh, well, let's keep going. Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi said that it's forbidden to do it on Yom Chol. The halacha is not like him. But even if he said it's forbidden, he only said it's forbidden because of sakana. It's not. There's no essential issue with doing it, which is interesting, right? According to, according to these amoraim, there's no essential problem with with asking the shadim You can't do it on Shabbat for one reason or another. But on um, oh, because because you can't You can't be talking about the things you want to do that are forbidden or or do have like. Uh, Different kinds of dibur on Shabbat. Shabbat. Mishum says, but but on Yom Chol, you can do it. Um, Rav Yosef says you can't. But he said halachah is not like him. And even when he said it's forbidden, he says not because of a, a categorical issue, but rather some because of sakana. Well, here's a story. How do Yitzhak Bar Yosef? So Ravitzak Bar Yosef was uh, was submerged into a cedar tree. and a miracle happened to him. And, uh, and he was, he was like, um, jolted out of the cedar tree, and he was, he was okay. And he, he, the reason why he got into the cedar tree is for one or two reasons. One is that the, the, he was work, he was doing this, he was kind of asking the, the angels, these spirits, and they threw him into the cedar tree. That's the problem. <laughs> or God protected him by putting him in the cedar tree, protecting him from that, the spirits, and then God removed him. And freedom. But nevertheless, you saw that if God didn't interject in one way or another, it would have been extremely dangerous. She shouldn't be playing around with uh, those those spirits. And there's a concept like that in general. Like, you know, um, one of my rabbis once said, you know, if you don't mess around with them, they won't mess around with you. There's a concept like that. You kind of just stay simple and do what you do to do. So, um, it says also in Masech so uh, he didn't make it up. So now we're going to talk a little bit about this Sachim uh, of um, you don't do it like you do it on chol. You, you can rub the stomach and, and put put oil on it, but you you can't do it the way you do it during during the weekday because then it's not then it's considered not really refuah. Hey, how do you do it? The the Amar You you anoint and then you you because normally people do the massaging and then they put the oil, but here you put the oil and then the massaging and then it's not considered really refuah. Rabbi Amar say you do them both together, and that's actually the halacha. You can use them both together because that's not the normal way of doing it. Maybe today the normal way of doing it is different. I don't know. Uh Sarei. So here's a little bit more on the um, on the on the, the spirits. Sarei sarei lishol You can ask them. Uh, we don't. We're not going to read the ella So you can ask these ones. This is so. This person seems like this. This, this approach is more strict. Because it's saying usually it's problematic, but you can ask these spirits the answers. Why? What is it? What is it? It's, it's you. You have oil or or um, uh, beitzim egg um, egg shells, and there's some, some sort of way you ask the question. And you, you do some sort of process where you get your answer through them. So those you can do. Other ones you can't do. This is more. This is not. This is a stricter opinion than Amorim. Um And why can you do it? Because they Because they don't even tell you real things. So, so it's not really considered you're doing something um, something wrong. They're not really they're not really effective. You can do um, shemen on, in a kli is is what people usually do it with. Shemen on a yad where you put oil on your hand. People don't usually do this this whole process with that. So, what's the ramification of that? So, if you find oil that was on somebody's hand. You can you don't have to you don't to check the Heksher if it was someone had lechisha or not. You can just put it on your hand. But if you find uh, oil in a kli, you might have to be more careful because that could someone could have used that for, for this uh, kind of uh, this <coughs> process, and it could be it could have like it be tainted and dangerous. Even so, you're going to see a case of that. He came to a to a hotel uh, to a lodging area. Aitile Mishka. They brought him oil in in a kli. So he didn't check that, it didn't say OU, it didn't say Star K, he didn't check it, he just put it on his hand. So he put it on his, he put it on his face, put it on his, on, his, on his body, and immediately he had all these, uh, these, these uh, sores on his face. So he went out to the shuk and he saw a woman, and, and she said to him, ah, I know what your problem is, you have the spirit of Hamat in you. The this, uh, this spirit's in you. When when they saw that she did some sort of act, some sort of uh, motion, motion, and she and he was healed. So you see this idea that the shemen. We talked about how the process is done, um, if it's effective or not, and and if it is effective, it's effective in a clay. So if, if you find oil in a clay, uh, maybe it should be. I don't know. At that time, maybe you should have been worried about that people are using it to do this lechisha. But well,
1: I think I think the I think the principle that we learn is when do you have to be concerned about the prior use or what something was used for <coughs> versus <coughs> versus when you don't have to be mm-hmm. concerned. Yeah, it could right. be connected to the mindfulness idea. Too. Right. I mean, it's it's um, uh,
0: I, don't know, I can't think of a good example right now. I probably oh, example of kashrut. I mean, like, yeah, I was going to in kashrut. Right? You go to a restaurant. It's a uh, hey, I'm a vegan. Hey, you know, rabbi, can you go to a, a vegan restaurant without a echsher? So, so that's a question, right? Or, or I, I think a, a it. asked like once a week.
1: I think maybe a question.
2: If they don't <laughs> use vinegar,
0: then yes, there are different that's, issues. But, but I, I think <laughs> a
1: question, for example, today, actually, we we have kosher wine because yain nessa, right? Yeah. But the truth is today. Probably most Christians are not yeah. uh, are not pouring, or most people are not pouring their wine yeah. on a, on a, in an yeah. idolatrous sort
2: mm-hmm. of way. No, but also if you drink their yeah. wine, going to marry their daughters. I, I, no, the I know, but,
0: but... You know Dennis but, Prager? You, heard you guys know Dennis Prager? So he said there are like a few things that he does in Judaism that he has, he makes no sense to him. And that's one of <laughs> yeah. them. He says he does it because
1: it's, the, it's sets
0: the,
2: halacha, the framework. But, but I mean, the, the,
0: the spirit here seems to yeah. be more like, Look, I yeah. know that it's not being used today for that. Yeah. So why do I still have to... Yeah. Well, that's Chazakah, maybe. Anyway. Yeah. All right. No, no. So we're, we're in the, top, the topic of healing. So you have a, pasuk, a famous Pasuk. Every Macha, all these plagues, all this uh, mahala, all this illness that I put on Mitzrayim, I won't put on you because I'm, I'm your healer. there's asked a very simple question here. Ki machash lo fuah lama amare lehache? It says, all this ailment all this, uh, that I put on Egypt, I won't put on you because I'm your, I'm your healer. So if God doesn't put the ailment on them, so why are we telling, saying that God's our healer? We're never, we're never sick in the first place. That's a good question. Drash. No, you have to look uh, at a previous part of the Pasuk. If you listen to God, then all then I then I won't bring all this stuff upon you that happened in Egypt that happened in Egypt. But if you do, I will do that, and then nevertheless, I will heal you. So um Amara Abba Okay, so here, so we finished that second part. There was a lechisha and stuff. Now we're going into, um, we're talking about Refuah. Here's another thing that's connected to mindfulness, this story here. These are two stories connected to Rabbi El- Eliezer, who, when he got sick, what the sages did to, to comfort him, and what Rabbi Akiva did in contrast to that. So we're going to have two stories connected to that. Amara um, Abba Shechalar Rabbi Eliezer, Nichasut Hamidav the Vakro, Amarlehan. So when Rabbi Eliezer got sick, his students went into him, and Rabbi Eliezer said to him, There's a very strong, uh, a very strong sun uh, shining on the world, meaning like it's uh, uh, meaning either God's. I'm very sick right now, and so this sun has really afflicted me. But I saw someone point. I meaning it's, it's a parable saying tough, tough things are going on right now. It's it's like very hot. And um, I saw some people explain, I think this is pretty powerful, because we're going to see what Rabbi Akiva says to him later on. This idea that he's connecting it to the world. He says he could, he could have said, Chama azayesh alay. Alai. He says, Ba'olam. So I saw somebody say that. He was saying that to him that, you know, there's a lot bad going on in the world. And, and him as a tzaddik,
1: he has uh, to
0: go through some of the suffering for that. We're going to see Rabbi Akiva is going to say, not nah, so quickly. Uh, everybody has their issues. So, um, so I think it works nicely with that. Hitchilu <laughs> Hen. Uh Bochin, thanks. Rabbi Akiva Mesachek. So they were crying, the students. Rabbi Rabbi Kiva like usually, he's always kinda of laughing in w like seemingly inappropriate times. Amala Lama Tamsachek. Amala Gahibne Matem Bohim. So asking a question with a question. Amala, Ashar Sefer Tara Sharibat Sarva Lonihnifke? So Sefer Torah is, is 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 afflicted and we're not gonna cry? I'll tell you why I'm happy, why I'm laughing. rabbi So every, if everything was going perfect for this for my rabbi Rabbi Eleazar, I would have been even more worried. But now I see things are it's not perfect for him. I'm 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 able to laugh. He says His flax doesn't um isn't struck stricken. His oil isn't afflicted and um, turn his his honey isn't turn rancid. So this idea uh, So um, if I would have saw everything going perfect for my Rebbe I would have said maybe he's getting all of his reward in this world. There's a concept like that. Uh, so, you know, sometimes God gives it the Rashaim everything in this world. So because maybe they don't they don't have so much uh, you know they're they they do not have so much left. So it's a certain amount. They get everything here and then when they get there uh, not, not it's much. not as pleasant. But, but, um, but he says, so if I saw everything was going perfect for you, Rabbi, I would have said, you, maybe that's happening. But now that I know you're been, you're going through some affliction, I know that you're being cleansed and being prepared for the next world. So, Amalo um, Akiva, uh, So he said to Rabbi Akiva, well, uh, okay, so Rabbi Akiva, you say that uh, I'm going through some suffering, um, well, what am I going to suffer? I'm, I'm a tzaddik. I, 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 did I did I leave anything out from all the Torah? So this is going back to the idea. Maybe what he says, for the world." I'm suffering from the world. For the world, Amarlo. But you taught us yourself, Rabbeinu. Um, There's no tzaddik in this world that will do good. And not be uh, and not and not. N- nevertheless, will not sin. It's interesting. I heard some people darsin yaset tov, and even in the good, even if there's is always doing good. Even that good Yasetov In that good, you could, there could be just mixed different types of intentions. So um, that's another way. So the idea here is again. I think it's like the idea of the mindfulness that Rabbi Akiva is trying to bring him. When when you, usually when you go to his, I, I work in chaplaincy over the summer. Um, in New York, and they they used to push us always to kind of push the the patients. You're not your chaplain here in in this place. I was in a hospice unit. They go, you're a chaplain. Your point is not just to make them feel good. You want to have them talk about real stuff, what their fears are, what they're going through, what their pain is, you know, about their family, what their fear of death. So it's kind of, it's kind of like it's, it's certain mindfulness. Where we're just not we're there to make them feel good, but also trying to get them to talk about what they're going through. That's the kind of I think it's Rabbi is trying to show them is like. We're here. You guys are all crying. That's good. That's that's it's supportive and everything. But sometimes you have to bring the person to a certain level of mindfulness where they're focusing on what they're what they're doing wrong, what they what they need to heal, what they need to work on. So that's uh. And you're going to see that in the second story too. Um. Rabbi Eliezer. Just another another account. Just another bright. Shichalah Rabbi Eliezer. Abbas the Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Elazar ben Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Tarfon said. So they're all giving. Providing supportive words, uh, Rabbi Tarfon said, <speaking in> Rabbi <Hebrew> A drop of grain will be in this world, but you'll be in this world and the next world. They all all of them say similar things. More than the uh, more than the sun, <speaking> in <Hebrew> You're in the next world too. I'm trying to make him feel better when he was sick. Rabbi so his parents bring him to this world, but the Rebbe, brings him, to, uh, the Rebbe bring, uh, brings him to the next world. The Rebbe himself is in the next world because he's dealing with this world and the next world. Um, so, so Rabbi Akiva, he could easily follow that line of thought, but he didn't. He said, Rabbi Akiva, instead he said, He says, Nisarim, This is great. These Yisarim are great. And he's not, you know, not really comforting him. So it's interesting. Rabbi Yezer, all of a sudden when he heard that, he Amarlahem Samchuni Uh Raise me up, pick me up, and let me hear what Rabbi Akiva has to say. Shama Khavivini Sareen. What is he's talking about Khavivini Sarin. Let me hear what he has to say about that. It's something different. Malah Rabbi Akiva Zomina in the Kha, uh Akiva he said to Akiva, where do you get this from? Marmikrani Doresh. Ben Sh damis Rishana I got it from a Pasuk. There's a lot. Of, there's going to be a lot of like uh, words here. So Menashe was a, was a melech, but he, Rabbi, he did all these bad things. Next page. So his father Chizkia taught all, taught everybody Shamo. So obviously he taught all these mishalim. Menashe was was a troublemaker, or worse. He did a lot of bad things. But his father obviously taught him the Meshalim Shal Shlomo, just like he taught all the nation. So, all the thousands and thousands of dollars edu- of Jewish, Hebrew, Jewish day school education money the father spent, all this stuff, he couldn't bring him back to good. What brought him back to good? Eli Yisherim so they didn't listen to God so so what did God do put hooks chains and he brought him down to the uh to, to the jail area so when, when things were tough for Menashi, he was in this in this desperate place um, he beseeched God Elohabi uh, kana meod meod it says a lot he became uh, humbled and to come to God Eloavotavi pallel elavi aterl and God answered him he shmatchin atov he shivel Yerushalayim the Machutov he returned to his place in Jerusalem veadam and hashem ki Hashem and he knew that God was was the Lord ha lamate shechavivin so from here we learn Eliezer uh, Elazar um, that chavivin Eliezer sorry that chavivin are yiserein so again it's interesting that he Sometimes you have the, uh, the habit to do this, like in Jewish education, trying to make everything. Um, it's like what I talked about before, but it's a little different context. Or trying to make everything kind of like fun and enjoyable. Sometimes you have to push a little bit, and he wanted that actually. Sometimes it's Sometimes the same thing the students. You know, they they want sometimes to be challenged. They don't want everything to be always easy. They want they're looking for a challenge. He was looking for. And he stood up. For him, he stood up, um, and, he, and he listened to that message. So here's a here's we talk about Menashe. Here's another piece of Menashe. Um, it says. And it talks. Three people uh, came through demand with God and not, instead of prayer. So we're going to be coming into Parashat Bayera where where Abraham kind of fights with God, goes back and forth with God. So here here are people who kind of like did the same thing. Went up against God and, and they got and they won, or they uh, they got what they, they wanted. Cain, Cain said, so. He says, Am I, my sin is I can't carry my sin. It's too big for me." So I, my sin is very big, but literally it's not nearly as big as the sin of all of Am Yisrael, 600,000 men and uh, 3 million people um, who did a sin with the Egel and you forgave them, so you should forgive me. And he was, and he was forgiven. So it worked. He kind of came to God in like an alila way, and I heard some people say that. I saw some people write that. How do you get from there to the ego? It says in the Khataa chataa ha, uh, chataa chataagdola. This gadol. It was a big sin, and his gadol of So it's The like gadol gadol. That's the connection. Um. So I'll just run this, and I feel like the, uh, wait, let's run this. Esav abracha lechavi. Does anybody know what that's talking about? Esav. <laughs> after, 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 Yaakov steals yeah. the,
1: the, the
0: blessing, yeah. himself says, "Don't you have another one?" Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so he kind of pushed Yaakov into giving the blessing. God, God, maybe gave the blessing through Yaakov uh, through through Yitzchak to, to esau through that kind of that that kind of um, sophisticated way of getting of getting his getting what he wanted. Um, I saw some people explain that. Uh, Oh, I forget what they're... I so they get that? Okay. So that's... Um, so in the beginning, Menashe pray, uh, prayed to a lot of gods. And then finally, through doing that, he came to God. And he kind of forced God into it. And said, you "No, know, there's like a little in between the lines here where she's, he he went to God and said, look, and I prayed to all these other gods and they didn't answer me. If you don't answer me, it's going to look like you're just one of the other gods. So he kind of like uh, convinced God to, to come through for him. So then... Um, there's, so a, there's a story about
1: Menashe Melech Yisrael and why he worshipped idols. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably know yeah, with the Amo'ah who appears in a dream, sees Menashe Melech Yisrael and he... It's he, the, he it, is, is it correct uh, to, to, to... No, to the making... The uh, bread? To the bread, cutting yeah. the challah. You, you, I remember that.
0: Yeah, forget that. Forget the details. That so so
1: basically, the, the question they were dealing with is why did people worship idols? Because uh-huh. you see this, right? In the, in the first temple, all the prophets are just Talking about idol worship, the second temple, nothing, right? It just ended, right? There's mm-hmm. no, and, and so the, the, the Amora sees Menashe, the Menashe Merufi in a dream. This isn't, I forget which Pesachet it? it's Brachot, I think. Uh, it may be I in Brachot, think. and says to, to him, you're you're you doing running after idols. You you're you're, you're um. an idiot, and and the Menashe says to the Amora, he says there was a Yetzir hara in the world to to worship idols, and had you lived in my time, yeah. you would yeah. be running after idols like crazy. And and and, um, and and the fact of the matter is, you're so unlearned, you don't even know which end of the challah to cut
0: ah, after make it. a motzi
1: yeah. uh, on, on Shabbat. Mm-hmm. And the Amos says to him, "You're, where, you're right. I don't where know where you cut what it from. You, where, where do you cut it from?
0: So it's from the most the most cooked part. The most cooked part. The, yeah. the, the oh, most, hmm. most beautiful part. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. most beautiful so, part." Yeah. Yeah. It's also worth thinking about what the, what the messaging message there is. Maybe I'll look that up. Yeah. Rob Cook probably has a piece but on it. But it
1: but it is this this also this. But because there is a it's an amazing thing how idol worship just sort of disappears. Yeah, yeah. Also,
0: Rob Cook actually talks about it. He says same time prophecy disappeared. Out of that was the, that was the trade off. Yeah, that was our understanding. It's like they're both kind of the same thing on different sides. Like, mm. I mean, similar. Um, but it's, it's the idea that you have to kind of ask God for things. I mean, Akron Reza talks a lot about that, about, like, talking to God as a friend. He has to go out to the fields and talk to God as a friend try to convince, if you can't, like, you convince your friend, come on, man, let's go. you, know, so you don't say man, obviously, but, you know, I want to go, already. right, I'll off, give you that. So it's kind of like you should talk to God. He says as a friend. He says it. So go out there and talk to God and try to convince God and, you know, <laughs> so maybe something similar to that. Okay, so here now we're on uh, Abba Sha'ul this is this from the uh, from the Mishnah, What we saw we're on to another piece here. Aba Sha'ul Omer Afoget Shem Otiotav. So somebody who says God's name with its in its original um in 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 its original uh what's the word? The tetra- yeah, and, and the way that it's supposed to be um, expressed, yeah, name. explicit name, yeah. So actually, Rashi says there's not talking about you Kaf up It's talking about the forty-two name of God, forty-two mm. le- letter name of God. Um, so, but nevertheless, there's a really small gemara on this. Tana uvgvulin uvelashon aga. So if you do, if you do say, so there's a place where you can say God's name in the temple. So that's not a problem. A problem is when you do it in gvulin outside the temple and and not in hebrew in a in another language if you do it uh, in a colloquial way kind of just like mentioning it by the way or or you do it with a, another language uh, not not hebrew that's not a problem and I remember i think rashi says even one is forbidden so let's say you're out of the temple outside the temple you do it in hebrew that's problematic it's not it's not you have to it's not that if you ha- only if you have um, two of them it's forbidden even if you have you, you have, have th- to have a perfect storm to say it <laughs> so yeah. basically in hebrew and in the temple. Yeah, you have to be Hebrew no in Hebrew and Temple. Okay. If you have only one of them, it's still <coughs> problematic. But not, not everybody agrees with that. Okay, so then the Gemara went on. The Mishnah goes on to to delineate different Melachim and and commoners for uh, three Melachim and commoners also don't have a place in the world to come. Um, one of them is Yeravam Benavat. Yeravam Benavat, um, he uh, ben Avat, he was a uh, king of uh, of Israel um, in the time of Rehavam. And God took. That was the time when God took the kingship from Shlomo. So I'm going to give it to Israel. Also, Ten, ten of the tribes are going to be ruled under over under Israel, and you're going to be the one. You're Avam. In the beginning, he was worthy of doing it. Slowly, slowly, he digressed, and uh, it became a. a he, he brought he brought people to serve idols. Uh, he put he put different. He created new holidays and put idols in different, different parts of two, different two different parts of the country, and uh, he brought people to sin. So he doesn't have a place in the world to come. Um, so we're going uh, to see uh, most of the Gemara going down is about him. That's kind of uh, where we are. so what does Yervam mean? Shir um Rashi says Shiribet bet et elvi vishpilam. So he lowered Israel. Rivat Riveth. The Varger Yervam she He made he made there be a, uh, made there be fights within the nation. So they covered everything here. <laughs> he made them have Meriva between Am Yisrael and Avim Um So Ben Nevat—that's his father. He's the son of Nevat. Ben Shinibet So he was a son of somebody who saw, but they couldn't see. They, they who, who tried to search, but they couldn't see. His father was is Nibet is Nevat, but it's from the word the You know, somebody who's when you're. Um, when you're uh, what's the word? When you're navigating, navigating exactly. Um, so, uh, so, so, so Ben Nevat. Why is it? What's the what's the meaning of this father's name? His father tried to look deeply and he, he, he didn't succeed. So, they're going to bring a, a source here, uh, that, 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 as it says in a Titanic source, who Nevat, who Micha, Hu Sheva bin These three are the same. These three individuals: Micha, Sheva Bichri, and Nevat. So these three, um, from we don't have to go into like who's who, but the idea is he looked and he, and he couldn't see. So now I'm going to explain here in this next piece what, what he didn't see properly. So these are three that, that sought out, but they didn't, they didn't see properly. And the sorcerers and the astrologers of Paro. So Nevat. So here, here's the answer to why his father couldn't, didn't see things properly. It's like, it's like a kind of an interesting Gemara here because um, you'll see. So I'm just gonna. He saw fire going out of his penis. Um, he saw, he saw that happen, and from here he. Uh, he thought that he was going to be, he was going to be the king, but in the end, um, it it wasn't the case. It was uh, it, it wasn't he wasn't the one. Yorobam, who did not talk to me When he he saw a vision, he, this happened to him. This this case here happened to him, and fire came out, and from that he thought that he was going to be the king, but instead it was his son who was the king. So that was his mistake. That's what he he saw, but he didn't he didn't look closely. Um, People make the connection between Esh and kingship, fire and kingship. Um, I think maybe Rash even does.
2: Um, I mean, yeah, from his loins came the fire.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The fire. And that's yeah. Uh, okay. ihu uh, Sorry. Okay. okay. Never mind. Okay. Um, here's achitov atzarat. So he saw, um, he saw. He saw. He saw. He saw leprosy on, on his uh, genitals, on his penis, and. So he, he saw this happen to him, and this wasn't fire, this was leprosy. Leprosy is in general like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. So why do you think it was a positive sign, right? So I saw it brought in, in the that he brought in Maharal, who brings two answers. He said, Maharal brings. Maharal has a lot to write on Agar of, of the Talmud. He, this is an like interesting way to look at Tzara. Nobody ever talks about Tzara in a positive way. But he says, Tzara, there's two sides to leprosy. It's not really leprosy, but Tzara, that uh, that are positive. Someone who gets sent out of the area, they're free. They're free of the community. They're, they're, they're independent. It's like, a punish, it's like a punishment or quarantine or whatever. But nevertheless, there's sides side to that free. It's free. Like, so he saw that. He said, uh, I'm going to be like, like a free king. He saw also that they're separate. Somebody's out there, they're separated. A king is separate from the nations. So that mm-hmm. kind of alluded to him. That he might be, uh, that he might be a king, but he was wrong too. Sometimes, uh, you, sometimes you have a certain intuition and it's right, but it's not completely right. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you, know, you, say, you have it feels so true, it's so right, and it really was, but it, all the details that you envision in your head didn't work out completely right. So that's like a, a certain intuition. That it's going to be a king for my. It's like you, you know Yosef Atzadik. He has a certain intuition. He's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, he has these dreams and everything. Um, when they materialized, it wasn't clear. You know, he got thrown into a pit, he had a tough time. But they ended up, yes, materializing through time, but not always when we think they're going to materialize. So it's kind of similar to that. Itagdine Paro, the, the astrologers of Paro also. And this, can anybody know this one or the, where they got it wrong, the astrologers of Paro?
1: The goleur that the, the, um, will be... Will be...
0: Um, about the Ye'ol yeah. that uh, and that's why he threw them into the river yeah exactly he was actually saved from exactly so that's they're going to say right, exactly right now <speaking in Hebrew> they saw the Moshiach of Israel the Goel of Israel the Liberator e- e, Bamayin. Bamayin, he's going to be um, he's going to die through water and had it, what was the water, by the way? May va That was the water that Moshe died through. But they thought it was going to be through water. So what are they say? Throw every male child into the water. So that so that's how they're going. That's his like. Uh, what's the word from uh, from uh, Superman? What was his thing that uh, kryptonite. kryptonite? That was his kryptonite. You have to bring him his kryptonite. So throw him into the water. Same thing. Um, they didn't know that. Talking about. Uh, the waters of Mary that that 's how he's going <coughs> to die so so how do we know that how do we know that Yeravah, so now we finish that now how do we know we're we talking about nevat now we 're talking about Yeravam again how do we know that he 's not going to get into the next world okay that 's your answer why did why did why, did he, why did he Why did he merit to, to have machut? Really, that's a good question, right? If he's such an evil person, well, you could say originally he wasn't so evil. But why did he zochet? Because he gave he was give he gave Shlomo tochacha. He he helped Shlomo. He guided Shlomo in the right way. Why did he? Why was he punished? Because he did it in the, in front of everybody. So. Shlomo built, so David opened up all these areas so people could come to Jerusalem to serve. And there's this area called the Malo. And Shlomo, Shlomo, Shlomo had this wife, Bat Paro. He says, I want to build her you know, a nice, nice house. So he, he closed up that area that people used to walk through to go serve God. He closed it up to build her, her palace. So he, Yerobam said, Shlomo, Amelech, a- a- that's not proper. That's not a good thing that you did. He, he chastised him. And that was a positive thing he chastised him. But he did it in public and he embarrassed him. So that was the problem he your father opened things up first so people can go into the rego <inaudible> you did that so you can create a place for baparo <inaudible> so what he what's this he took off his fillin in front of him it's not... so that that was kind of like so he was I think he did his part in Rabim, in front of everybody. That was problematic. And this other piece which just says, he took off his film in front of the king. So, that's just to take off, I guess that's not respectful so much like, to take off things in front of the king. You should do it in a separate room. So, I don't know if that's inter- if that connects to the previous statement. But, let's try to do one more. Amar of Gassud Aruch Shayabo Boba His arrogance of Yeravam took him out of the world. Um, so, again, so I just want to repeat, uh, go back. The idea of Nevat, though, um, of the of seeing and not seeing all the way, I think that's also connected to the idea of mindfulness. It's like, you can see things, but it's it, to be very mindful, you have to see things all the way through and not try to focus on all the way. Okay. So if... If all these people, if the Mamlacha will go to Beit David, all the nation will go up to bring Zvachim to, in, in God's house, and all the heart of the nation will go to, to Rechavam, king of Judah, I'm the king of Israel. Melech Yehuda, Baraguni, and then, he would, then they would kill me. V'shavu e and they will go back to Rechavam Yehuda. And he says, and we learned, we learned, so we know that in the Azara, in the courtyard, only the kings of of Yehudah can sit. So when they, see when they when they see Rechavam sitting, and I'm standing because I can't sit there with them, they will think that he's the king and I'm his servant. And if, and if I sit, they will think I'm moreb the machut. I'm going, I'm I'm going to, um, to uh, I'm going up against the machut, going to uh, aff- uh, affront the machut, the, the kingship, and then they will kill me, and they will they will chase after me, and then immediately when he saw that his, his destiny was he had, no, he had no choice but to be on a lower level, that bothered him. He didn't want people to see him as standing like he's going to be the Eved. And if he sat down with them, he would have got killed. So he said, I'm going to go take things into my own hands. He put two um, golden calves calves in different parts of the country. you do not to go to Jerusalem anymore. I don't want you to go see Rachavam. I don't want you to go connect with him. I want you to be. I want to control you and make you um, come to me. These are your these are your gods to you have to Egypt. So he put one in one place and one in the other place, and through that, through he didn't want to. He want people to see him in a lower level versus. Uh, the king of Judah because the king of Judah they, the king, only the kings of Judah can sit in the courtyard so when they saw him standing there that bothered him so much this led him to doing this so whole thing so
2: it drove yeah. him to be uh, to Avodah Zahra yeah.
0: yeah
2: yeah so maybe there's a connection there yeah Bal and uh, Avodah yeah.
0: Zahra yeah I'm sure there is so. yeah so that's uh, or leading other people to do Avodah that's, that's worse uh, that's even worse
2: that's what you don't get uh, to lead others right yeah. to go Right, we lead others off the derach That's much worse than yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's we're good. I think we'll stop there. Well, (sighs) absolutely.